Hello, everybody. How are you doing? And welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Haim Roche. And as always, it is truly an honor. It is a privilege to be able to be here with you, my greatness tribe, and have the type of conversations that we have every single Monday. And I'm truly excited about tonight's conversation. We have tr- been through on a journey throughout this month. And the journey in this conversation is we've really been looking at or taking the time to look at uh, a man by the name of David and really be able to line in or look at how he functions and how he was walking in his greatness and be able to pull some information, some nuggets, some wisdom, some guidance from that. And I believe it's been a very grand conversation when we start really leaning into this mindset of greatness, when we start really looking at what greatness is and how we can be able to function in it on a day-to-day basis. I believe it gets very, very powerful because we start to recognize and start to get to understand that when we start functioning in our greatness, which is the ability to be able to serve well, we start to see life different. We start to be able to look at different scenarios uh, differently. We look at individuals differently. We look at our surroundings differently because now we're looking through the lens of who we are, which is greatness. Greatness is who we are. We are walking, talking, functioning people that are great because we all have the ability and function in the ability to be able to serve well. Um, On tonight, I really want to kind of shift a little bit in our conversation, and I just really wanted to talk with you. Um, I feel like sometimes we we do have topical conversations where we are dealing with certain topics, but I believe that there are times where we need to just have a conversation, just talk, just see how you're doing, like see what's going on, (laughs) like see where you are in your journey. But also, I want to sometimes take some time and share with you what's on me what's going on with me what's what's happening in my heart and what are some things that i'm dealing with in reference to even mentally and one of the things i wanted to share tonight is i really want to share something that i believe is where i am um and in the season that i'm in and i believe you should or might even relate to this piece um i was doing my devotion uh not too long ago and and while I was doing this devotional time, it it took me to a point, it took me to a place um, where I have kind of been starting back from the book of Genesis and, and really just reading through, uh, really taking my time reading through the scriptures. And as I was reading through the scriptures, I fell on a specific scripture, which is, I want to say a familiar scripture, but I don't want to say that at the same time for uh, certain reasons, because I know sometimes we can say, hey, listen, this is a story that you should know or a storyline that you might know, but everybody probably doesn't. And so there is a scripture in the book of Genesis where there is a man by the name of Noah. And in this storyline of talking about Noah, what ends up happening um, is right before or right in the midst of Noah being born. And when the scriptures start laying out things, it lays out also his his genealogy, allows us to be able to know 
what how he who he's connected with and it goes through all of those pieces but it also allows you to be able to see what's happening in the area or in the surroundings that he is in right it it allows you to be able to understand what's going on in the world and at this point of time the world in and of itself was kind of chaotic that would be the best way i can be able to explain it and the scripture allows us to be able to see that what ends up happening is because of all of the things that has transpired, because of all the situations that's going on, because of all of these different things that are happening right now in the world, what God says is in a nutshell, I am going to do something that will not just fix the issue because it was a lot of different things happening, but not just fix the issue, but it's also something that I want to be able to do because when I do this, what it's going to do is going to allow some things to be able to start again. So let me just go ahead and read this passage um, and then we'll go from there. So in Genesis chapter seven is basically where we are genesis chapter 7 and i'm again there are specific instructions that god has given unto this man by the name of noah god chooses um or chooses noah and tells noah in a nutshell listen there's something that i need you to do now what i'm about to ask you to do i know is something that you've never heard before i'm i'm about to ask you to build something that you've never had to need i'm about to ask you to do something that you've never had to do before and, and not only am I going to ask you to do something or build something that you've never done before, or you've never seen done before, but I'm also at the same time going to do something that you've never seen done. I'm asking you to do something that you've never seen done, but I'm also, I, as God am going to do something that since you have been on earth, you have never experienced. And the thing that God said unto Noah that he was that he had never experienced, what he has never experienced was rain. Now, at this point of time in scripture, how water would come is water per se did not come from above. It did not fall down. It did not rain down. So what it would do, it literally water would come from the earth. So it would come up from the earth and it would take care of the grass and plant and all the plants and all of those different things. So it would come up from above. Now God is saying what I'm about to do is I'm going to bring it from up above. I'm about to let it rain down on earth and I'm going to let it rain so much that it's going to bring a flood. And in this flood, what I need you to do, Noah, is I need you to be prepared for the flood that's coming. And the way that you're going to be prepared, be prepared for this flood is I'm going to ask you to build an ark. Now, I know you don't know what an ark is. So what I'm going to do in my love for you and in my in in, in because I care so much about you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the details of how to build what I'm asking you to build that you have never seen before. So I'm going to give you instructions on how to be able to survive what is about to come forth. 
And so while God is having this conversation and while Noah is now taking the time to be able to build this ark, it now gets to the point where God now gives him extra instructions. The ark is built. There's different things that I need you to do. I want you to gather your family. There's a specific type of, of animals that I want you to be able to get. I need you to get two of each kind because what I'm doing is I need every single animal and every person that is needed or wanted in this boat, let me use that, or in this ark. I'm going to be able to take these individuals and take this situation and all of these animals. And what I'm going to use is I'm going to use whatever is in this ark. I'm going to use whatever gets inside of this ark. They are going to be a part of the process. They're going to be a part of the placement of the reset. I'm going to say that part again. Whoever is in the ark. Whoever is in the ark, whatever animal is in the ark, they are going to be a part of the reset. If they did not get in the ark with you, if, if for whatever reason they chose not to be a part of what I'm about to do in your life, then what I need you to understand is once this door is closed, what I'm about to do next is going to bring a reset. And everyone that is in the ark, every animal that is in the ark will be a part of the reset. Now, now we can actually read the scripture context. Um, so in Genesis chapter seven, let's start at verse is, doo -doo 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 -doo. let's just go down to verses 16. And it says this, and they that went in, went in male and female of all flesh. And God had commanded him as God had commanded him. And the Lord shut him in. Let's be clear. Everything that God commanded Noah to be able to do, the animals that was needed and the people that was needed are now in. The rain has begun and the Lord shut the door. Noah did not shut the door. The Lord shut the door. Uh, for those that are watching this live right now, I want you to do me a favor and I want you to put in the comment section, shut the door. That, that the Lord shut the door. He, he's the one that shut the door. Here it is. Verses 17. And the flood was 40 days upon the earth and the water increased and bare up the ark. And it was lifted up above the earth and the water prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth. And the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. The whole heaven talking about the, the talking about the sky, not talking about heaven in reference to where God is. This is specifically specifically talking about the sky. That is a heaven. We're, yeah. So uh, we're covered. Verses 20, 50 cubits upon um, upward did the waters prevail and the mountains were covered. Here in verse 21, I'm going to stop after verses 21, and this is what it says. It says, and all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and every man. Now, here it is. I'm reading this context, right? 
and I'm, I'm looking at this, trying to look at this context as a fresh and anew. Now, for those that have been following me for some time, you do know that I was raised in the church and being raised in the church, that means that when it comes to this story, I have heard this story before. I've heard the story of Noah when I was in children's church. I heard the story of Noah as I got older. I heard the story of Noah so many different variations of time. And let's be clear, I also spoke and preached and talked about the story of Noah myself. And but this time I wanted to be able to look at it in a clear perspective. I wanted to look at it different. I wanted to uh, approach the scriptures like I had never seen them before. And as I was reading it, there were certain things that I started to recognize. And one of the things that I recognized was that, again, God is instructing Noah to be able to do something that he had never done before. Not only did he had never done before, but he also had never seen before. God is asking Noah to create something that he had never created before. So what is what is needed then for him to be able to build something, for him to be able to create something, what is needed is he needs the insight for from God so that he can build what God told him to build. I'm going to say that again. For Noah to do this, he needed the insight or the wisdom from God so that he can build what God had called him to build. And so in this moment, I'm looking at this and I'm asking myself, God, is there something that you're asking me to build um, in reference to physically? Is there another business idea? Is there something that I need to be creating? What, what is going on in this moment? And then as I'm asking the question, I'm continually looking at the scripture. And what I'm realizing is after Noah builds it, after all of these things transpire, God is also in the midst of this context, in the midst of him giving him this wisdom, God also in the same form of time is telling him, while you are building something you've never seen and you need my wisdom for, I am doing something that you've never seen, nor have you ever experienced before. So you're about to step into a moment, Noah, where you're not only building something, now having to do something that you've never done before, but you're also about to experience something that you've never experienced before. So what it's telling me is there is another place that I'm going to. There's another experience that I'm about to have. There's another thing that I'm about to be able to build or walk in or do that I've never seen before in my life myself, nor have I experienced what God is going to do as a result of me doing my work. <sighs> I, I said I was going to just calm down and I, I, I and just talk to us tonight. Um, but I believe it's, it's important for us to look at it in this angle. If is God telling you something? Is God speaking to you? Is God sharing something with you? Is God asking you to build something, create something, or do something that you've never experienced before? You've never actually done this before, nor do you actually have a plan in front of you or seen someone do this nearby in your family, in your in your um, in your circle of group of individuals. You've never seen someone do it the way God is telling you to do it. 
And in the same time this is happening, God is also speaking and showing you and telling you that there is an experience that I want you to have that you've never experienced in the journey and in the way that you're walking and functioning. And these are two major dynamics that's going to happen at the same time. Are you there? Is this something that you are dealing with right now? Is this something that you are sitting in right now? Because here's the next part. God tells Noah, which I'm, we already talked about this. I'm just walking us through this. God tells Noah, Noah, I need you to build something that you've never built before. You're going to experience something that you've never experienced before. But I also need you to do something. There's things that you need to gather to put in what I'm asking you to build. There's things that I need you to make sure that, that what you are building, what I'm asking you to do, that it's full of the substance or the things or the people that I need for what I'm about to do for you next. And this portion is vitally important because here's the context. If Noah would have put people in the boat that didn't believe in the concept of where he was supposed to do and where God was going to take him, Noah didn't even know where God was taking him. But the only thing Noah knew was that God had told him to build and that God said that this is going to be an, he, this is the type of experience that he's about to have. And in both of those scenarios and in both of those situations, if Noah would have put people in the boat, if Noah would have convinced and pushed people in the boat to go to where or do what God is telling him to do and they really didn't believe it, Noah would have been frustrated in the new journey that he was going in. Not because, not because he wasn't doing what God is telling him. Not because he wasn't going in the place God told him to go. It's not because he didn't build what God told him to build. It's because he had the wrong people inside his boat. So what that also shares with me is this. There are people there are things, there are wisdoms, there is knowledge, there's stuff that I need in this season that God is asking while I am building, while I am developing, while I am walking in what God is calling me to walk in. There are certain things and people and, and wisdom and insights that I need to make sure that I have within me in this season. But there's also going to be individuals that will not be able to walk in the boat with me. There will not be, there will be certain situations and mindsets and behaviors that I cannot take inside of this boat. There's going to be certain things that I'm going to have to make sure is left behind. Okay, let me calm down. Let's just calm down. Somebody just put in there left behind. It's, it's, it's certain things that in this next season of my life, there are certain things in this next moment of my life. There are certain things based upon what I'm hearing God call me to do, what I'm seeing God tell me to build, what I'm seeing God tell me to walk in and the experiences that God is telling me that he wants me to be able to have. I have to be able to understand that there are certain things that I need and there are certain things that I do not need. There are certain mindsets that I need and there are certain mindsets that I got to leave 
behind. There are certain behaviors and actions and ways that I've been functioning that I have to grow up in and I have to leave some stuff behind because I cannot take it into the next place that he's telling me I need to walk into. This is what I'm looking at when I look at this story. When I'm, when I'm walking through this and I'm allowing God to be able to speak to me, this is what I am hearing from me. And this is also, again, I'm sharing this not so we can be like, oh man, look at Hiram, listen to what he's talking about. No, I, I'm sharing it because this also means this is what I feel like God might be sharing with you. It might be not for everybody. It might just be for the one person watching, uh, one, one of the people that's watching or one of the people that's listening. It might just be for that one individual. And if it's just for one, I'm grateful. Everybody else, you can take it and put it on the shelf until it's your turn. But the importance is recognizing that this is what God is sharing and saying. So let's continue in the storyline. Because everybody that God told to put in the boat, they got in the boat. Let me say it this way. Everybody that needed to be in the boat got in the boat. Every animal that God required to be in the boat got in the boat. After everyone is in, the Bible says, and the Lord shut it. Let's read that part again. This is in Genesis chapter 7. Um, verses 16, and it says, and they went in, went in male and female of all flesh as God had commanded him and the Lord shut him in, meaning God closed the door. He closed the entrance because he says, now what you need is in your boat. Now let's make it practical. Let's make it for us. This is not saying we cut people off. This, I, I, I personally do not believe in that concept. That's not, I personally do not. But what I am saying is there has to be a distinction. There are certain people, no matter how long you've had certain friends and no matter how long you've been in certain friendships and different categories of relationships, there are moments in time where certain relationships don't make it to the next level with you. It's not that you don't stop talking. It ain't like you stop talking to them. It ain't, it ain't that you're, uh, that you cut, you, you know, you just kick them all the way to the curb. No, it's none of that. It's just understanding that when there's, there's, there becomes a separation that ends up happening because of what I'm being called to. There's a separation. There is an elevation. Now, if you want to elevate with me, we on the same page, but let's make it happen. Let's do it. But if you don't want to elevate with me, if you're not moving with me, then that means you ain't supposed to go with me to this next place. Again, it's a decision, but I'm cool no matter where it goes. Because at the end of the day, I have to go up. I have to go to my next place. I cannot stay where I'm at. So let's continue in the storyline. The Lord shuts them in. He closes that door. And once he closes that door, the next verse of the scripture says this. Let's read it again. Verse 17, Genesis chapter 7, verse 17. It says, and the flood was 40 days upon the earth and the water increased and bared up the ark and lifted it, um, lifted it 
was lifted above the earth and it was lifted above the earth. I'm sorry. It was lifted above the earth and the water prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth. And the ark went upon the face of the waters. Now, here's the thing that I want to be able to look at. I'm looking at the context and I'm listening and I'm like, okay, go. I'm, I'm reading this and I'm like, all right, Lord. The ark is now positioned. The flood is now, the waters is coming and it's starting to flood. And as it's raining and it's flooding, eventually it, the water starts to elevate the ark. It starts to lift this ark up. And one of the things I recognize about a flood is once a flood comes in, yes, the flood covers everything. It covers all the earth. The scripture said it. It covered all the entire earth, right? It flooded everything. It was so, the waters were so high that it was, it, you couldn't even see the top of mountains. It, it covered every single part. But what this also means, or we also see and we also know, is when you put something on top of water that's not anchored down, it starts to move. So God prepares Noah, tells Noah, I'm about to bring rain and I'm about to flood the earth. And this is why I need you to build an ark. Here's the instructions, the guidance, the wisdom on what you need to do to make sure that you are ready when the flood comes. And when this flood comes, they're all in the ark, and now the ark has been lifted. And what I recognize about anything that you place on top of water is anything on water that's not anchored down has to move automatically. It's, it's not even... It, when the when the water starts to move the the whatever is on top of that water will move so at the end when we look at everything that transpires in this storyline going into chapter 8 what we start to recognize what we start to be able to see is that god positions noah God gives Noah instructions and God says, listen, while you're in this boat, there's something that I'm going to do. Yes, I'm about to wipe out all the earth. And in the midst of me wiping the earth, what I am doing is I am doing a hard reset. And in the midst of me doing this hard reset, there are certain things that will die. There are certain things that has to die. So in the midst of me bringing in this flood, in the midst of me bringing in this reset, in the midst of me telling you what your instructions are, what you need to build, what you need to create, what I'm about to do in your life, in the midst of all of those things, in the midst of me giving unto you the wisdom and the instructions that you need to be able to create and build what I'm telling you to do, in the midst of all of that, in the midst of me telling you that you're about to experience something that you have never experienced before, I'm also letting you know that once this thing starts to move, there are certain things that have to die. 
Now, hear what I'm saying. There are certain mindsets that has to die. There are certain things that you have connected yourself with that does not help you for your next that have to die. There are certain there are certain behaviors. There are certain family traits that you have been doing that does not help you to get to where I'm calling you to go. And so with that understanding, you have to realize and know and understand that there are certain things that in this season, in this moment that have to die. Why do they need to die, Hiram? They need to die because if they don't die, if they don't die, they affect you from going into your next. So there are certain things that has to come to a close. There are certain things that the flood has to be able to clean out. There are certain things that need to be washed out of your system so that you can be able to be ready and prepared for where he's taking you next. But in the midst of all of that, there is something else that's happening. What else is happening in this moment is the ark is moving. While the flood is coming in, while things are being flushed out, while, while the earth is getting a hard reset, while, while all of these things are transpiring, while, while it's happening and the wind is blowing and the waves are moving and the water is still coming in, while all of these things are happening, the ark is moving. And the scripture allows us to be able to see that there comes to a moment when everything starts to recite, everything starts to come down, the water starts to go back down and, and you start to see the top of mountains and you start to be able to see different things coming out while the water is rescinding. You, you see all of these things starting to transpire. And while all of those things are happening, there's something else that is realized. And what is realized is that in that moment, while you were on this transition, while you were going through the waves of life, while you were going through the ups and the downs, while you were sitting in an isolated scenario in a situation, while, while you were going through the moments of where you felt like you were all alone, even though you were around a bunch of people, when while you were going through the moments of where you felt like you cannot communicate and nobody understood you, while you were going through all of these different moments, I was doing something at the same time. What, God, were you doing? I was relocating you to another place. I was transitioning you. I was moving you. I was moving you with the waves of the water. I allowed the moment to happen so that you can be able to gain clarity, so that you can be able to see correctly, so that you can be able to dive deeper into me, so you can be able to be ready for what I was going to do when I said you have arrived. Here it is. This is what I did all this for. Not, not The reset is over. The situation's over. Everything is done. What needed to be died has died off and washed away. What, 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 what needed to be able to be in you and with you is with you for the next season. Here we go now. This is where you are supposed to go. Now step out into your new season. Now you have arrived. But this location doesn't look the same. But my behavior doesn't look the same. But my attitude doesn't look the same. But the way that I that I'm that I'm that I'm carrying myself doesn't feel the same. Something has changed within me. Something that I'm looking at has changed. And now that all of these things are changing, I'm looking and I'm like, God, what are we doing? And he says, I've changed locations. 
I've moved you from one place to another. I'm taking you from one place to another. It is called a transition. I'm moving you, but in the midst of transition is sometime isolation. I am moving you because of where I'm trying, where I need to get you. And sometimes in the midst of that, you are going to feel like you are isolated. All right. This is, I hope this has been good to you because it's good to me. Because what it's letting me know is that in the middle, in the midst of all that we are going through, in the midst of everything that's happening, even in your life, even in your own world, there are things that are happening. But let me just ask this question because I know it's happening to me. And I just want to make sure that I'm knowing who I know who I'm speaking to tonight. I just want to make sure that I'm speaking to the right people. I'm speaking to the right audience. I need you to tell me something. Are you seeing people's situations and circumstances different than you were in seasons before? Or, 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 or is, is the way you function, is the things that's making you frustrated now, is the, is the situations around you, if, is, is different things around you changing, not per se because they, they are changing, it's more so you have changed. Do you feel like there's a moving happening? Do you feel internally like there is a transition that is awake? There is a, there's something that is going on. There, there is something that is, that I feel that is different that's happening right now. If you are, if you are in that place like myself, I just want you to know that you are in the same scenario. God is speaking to you and God is telling you, there is a place I'm trying to take you. And I'm telling you now, yes, this place that I'm taking you is going to be different. What I'm requiring of you, you may not have done it before, or you may not have seen it done the way that I'm asking you to do it. There are certain things that you're going to need in this journey. Because there's an experience that you're going to have with God that you have never had before. But in the midst of you building and in the midst of you creating, in the midst of you getting prepared and ready for whatever God is about, whatever God is telling you and requiring of you to do next, you need to be able to ask the Lord, God, can you share with me what things do I need for this season? What tools it, does my prayer life need to adjust? Does the way that I study need to adjust? Is there certain books that I need to be reading? Is what, what things do I need? Give unto me wisdom. The Bible says you can ask for wisdom and God will give it unto you liberally. So just like we can ask for wisdom, we can also ask for knowledge. We can also ask for understanding. And in all of these pieces, we need to be able to ask the Lord, God, show me what I need so I can be prepared for where you're taking me. What you're asking me to do. Because reality is the thing that he's asking us to be able to do again is something that you have never seen done the way he showed you. And if you are like me, you have been seeing things that you have gotten frustrated because of what, what you're seeing doesn't match what you're seeing. What God is showing you doesn't match what your visual is in your life currently. And it becomes frustrating, not just because you saw it, it becomes frustrating because you feel like sometimes you don't have the tools, the wisdom, or the guidance to be able to create or do what God is showing you to do. 
But understand that if God is revealing unto you and God is showing you something, that means also that the thing that God is showing you, he already has the people prepared to be able to give you the wisdom, to give you the insight. He already has the people prepared that you need to be able to help get you to the place that God is telling you. He already has the things prepared. He already has the wisdom prepared. He has everything you need to accomplish what he's calling you to do. He has it already ready. The only thing we have to do is just ask. God, just show me. Seek. God, I'm seeking. I I'm looking for this. This is what I'm looking for. Can you reveal unto me where these things are? Knock. What door do I need to do? I need to be knocking on, Lord. What do I need to be doing so I can be able to make sure that I have everything I need to be able to create and do what you've called me to do? But I want to also remind you. This means this is a season of separation. Paul makes this statement, I believe it is, where he says, "Separate you." <laughs> For the work of the ministry, for what God is assigning for you, there has to be separation. Some of that, again, it's not, this is not cutoff season. We're not cutting nobody off. This is separating. This is separating for you to be able to move into the place God needs you to be in so you can do what God is calling you to do. So it's separation for elevation. So you can accomplish the mission and the assignment he's called. But understand that even though there is separation for elevation, that also means that what he's given unto you is for a people, is for a situation, is for a system, it is for something specific. So he's given unto you an assignment, something you've probably never done or never seen done the way he's calling you to do it. He's telling you you're about to experience him in a whole new way. He's given unto you the tools, the wisdom, the people that you need that will come into, that will help you to, to accomplish the assignment that he's called for your life. And he's also saying there is separation for elevation so that you can do the assignment. But also he's telling us, and I end with this, he's telling us this, that in the midst of you going through this season and going through this process, I am transitioning you to another place. It's going to be a different place. And I want you to understand, for me, one of the pieces of getting to this other place is me being more confident in who God called me to be. That's one of the tools for me. Me being able to be comfortable enough to speak about what I feel and what's going on. Me being able to be confident in what I'm hearing God say to me and not needing the approval of people to do what God has called me to do. These are certain tools and things that I'm gaining, that I need, that God is developing in me right now as he's preparing me and moving me at the same time. And I'm recognizing that everybody's not going to be able to go with me on the ship. I get it. I recognize that there are certain mindsets that's not going to be able to go with me on the ship. There are certain behaviors that's not going to be able to travel with me on the ship. And, and at the place I'm at currently, honestly, I'm at peace with that. Because I want to get to where he's calling me to go. 
I want to get to where he needs me to be. So family, again, I wanted to just share where I'm at and what God is saying unto me. And I know and I pray that this has spoken into you, being able to give you some clarity of where and what you're dealing with and what's going on in your life right now. And I want you to know that God, just like God protected Noah, just like God protected them in the midst of this flood, just like God was with them in the midst of everything that was going on. I want you to also know that in the midst of everything you're going through, in the midst of any trials, ups and downs, things that you might be struggling with, understand and know that in the midst of all you're going through, God got you. I love you, family. And as always, thank you for being a part of this conversation on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Love you all. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.